Did that make sense? You get what I'm saying? I guess what you're saying. Yeah. So No Way Home released their trailer with 116 days left. Again, I didn't write any of this shit. I, there's websites that do it all for me. Okay, I was scared because you were starting to sound like fucking Char- the Charlie Day meme. I'm like, this motherfucker. Oh, shit. What the hell did he... Pizza time. Pizza time. Pizza time. You like Pizza time. Pizza time. What's up, Ed? Welcome back to the Pizza Time podcast. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. That sounded like I was a guest. Oh, well... <laughs> How Sorry. dare you? Have I been demoted? What the hell is this? Am I being pushed out? Ed, you know how much I sacrifice? You are a co-host. You're you're running OBS in the background. Uh huh. Yeah, you're you're the co-host. Okay, I'm the co-host. All right, we're co-owners of this show. Damn it! I'm giving you hot. shit. I'm giving you shit. Uh, right. What's up, I'm everybody? We're we're back uh, again. Woohoo! Guess who's back? <laughs> Guess who's back? back. Good, good. We're gonna get That's copyright strike. We, we can't you. do that. Yeah, I got we're about you. to get cut off right now. I got you. Anyway, uh, welcome back. Another week. Uh, this week we got some news that we're talking about. We're talking about the DC shift in their slate. A lot of movies just moved and got pushed back quite a bit. Uh, two big ones in particular. Uh, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, I made a prediction that we'd see. The trailer this week uh and there's a reason i did that and we still have nothing uh but we're gonna talk a little bit more about that and maybe a little discussion into movie marketing currently because it is weird to not see anything by it That's just true. yet uh and then we're gonna talk just a tiny little bit about the obi-wan trailer if we're excited about the show and of course we're gonna jump into the deadpool 3 news they have a director which is exciting that means probably coming sooner than we think Maybe, maybe not. And that's going to be a perfect segue into our main topic for the day, which is the Adam Project. The Adam Project's been getting a lot of kind of massive hype, calling it the next Back to the Future. Uh, Ed and I watched the film last night. IGN uh, said that, just to I, be clear. Oh, a couple, couple outlets have said it. Really? Not just one. Get not just fu- one. Okay, we'll, we'll, yeah. But we'll, okay. All right. We'll keep it short and sweet this week. Uh, no no Batman to talk about, so we won't be rambling on for an hour and a half about one <laughs> single movie. Uh, I think Ed felt the same way I felt about The Adam Project, but we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, right. Anyway, so to start off, like I said, we got the news. Uh, the big news this week is DC Warner Bros. has decided to shift their 2022 slate pretty much entirely. So they decided that they're going to move DC's League of Super Pets, which is a Warner Bros. movie and technically in the DC universe, to July 29th. Uh, Black Adam got pushed back to October. And then the two big movies coming out in the fall for DC, The Flash, that actually got pushed back to June of 2023. And Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, which was coming out after The Flash, got pushed back to March 17th. Now, if that's not enough news to uh, to talk about, they also moved up Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, to December 16th. So That's what I'm excited about. I love that. Well, I'm excited about it too, but let's start there. Okay. That's a lot of, it's a hell of a lot of shifting for DC, and it looks kind of bad on them because they just released that stupid 2020-22 is the year of superheroes, and none of those movies are coming out now except for Black Adam. Uh, and of course, the Batman, which came out last week, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
let's start with Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Um, I, I agree with you. I love, uh, it was David Sandberg who directed the first one. He's a great That's director. Right. I loved the first one. It was fun. Um, but why move it to December 16th? Because you know what else comes out December 16th? Blue Man a little group. movie called Avatar 2. <laughs> Correct. Just, you know, hey, just a movie people have been waiting for for 10 years, over 10 years. Came out in 2009. So it seems, seems odd to me. What do you think about moving it to that date? I don't think it's a bad move, actually, because, I mean, what that doesn't sound exciting to you. Shazam 2 and Avatar 2 coming out in December. That makes me make me hyped for to go back to the movies in December because you know a lot not not the not always do the greatest movies right. kind of come out in, in that time only were we blessed last year with you know no way home. Ma- matrix and no way home. i mean matrix but I mean, matrix again, get hype, out of here hype with wise, that matrix okay. hype wise it was okay. like oh excited yeah okay. exciting stuff because other times you'll get like a war movie coming out randomly on december like okay or, that's that's the usual spiel or the having some fourth kind of remake drama. of West Side Story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Some, yeah. Spielberg, <laughs> some Spielberg movie. Some Spielberg uh, it's movie. It's coming out on December 25th for some fucking reason. Um, but yeah, so I mean, right. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I don't, I, again, Avatar 2 does not have any hype behind it yet. Let's be honest. It doesn't. Okay. So I mean, that's, that's so, a fair point. And it's been years. It's been years since we've seen Avatar. It's going to take the, that's an uphill battle a little bit in terms of marketing. Will it make its money? Of course it will. It will. But mm-hmm. I mean, a, 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 a DC film in December. Yeah, sure. I, I don't mind that. And it's one of their more successful property. Well, not monetarily, well, I, but it was critically, yeah. critically it was. Right. I love Shazam. It, it is by far. Well, I don't want to say by far. It is one <laughs> of my top DC films. It is one of it is it was at that point my favorite DC film because it just it was so entertaining. So yeah, I don't mind. I, I, I really don't. I don't I don't think as of right now, it's not a bad move in my opinion. We will see. There's a whole year to go through, but I'm excited. Three months up, like what what that's rare too, is to like get a movie up like that long uh, that much. So I think it was six months up. Oh, so, oh, oh, half a year. Yeah, dude. It was in I think it was coming that's, out summer of 2023, and that they pushed is not, it all the way up. Right. So, yeah. You know, so, well, how do you feel about it then? Well, mine, for me, it bums me out from the stance that, look, I, I just don't think it's going to get the box office reception that Avatar 2 gets. And that doesn't mean it won't have legs. It doesn't mean it won't be, you know, in the theater for a long time. But for me, I just don't know why. Why wouldn't you just put it? in november or give it like a week or two before avatar oh you're saying to put it up for even more right because i think that like clearly you have you must have confidence in it you're moving a movie six months up um and like you you clearly must have confidence in it and you know hey like it's a good marketing wise and uh probably time movie timeline wise it's probably a good play because you have black adam and then you have Shazam, and then those those are the two main enemies. You know, they those are rivals. So like, hey, you're gonna show them both this year, and then you're probably gonna announce, hey, Black Adam versus Shazam, or probably please come up with a better title than that. But no, you know, you. Yeah. yeah. So I do realize I, that it that they are actually slated on the same day. I didn't know that. I thought I, Avatar I two. Sorry, my bad. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I thought Avatar two was coming out like third or fourth week December. No, same day oh, in December. Wow, same Why day. Why would you? Put okay, it- that's. Yeah, that's pretty. That's okay. I, re- I retract almost everything I said. That's pretty. That's not a great move. 
Right, because you're going to forget. Even if this movie is fantastic, oh. you're going to forget about it. You're gonna, it's going to get lost in, you know, the the madness of Avatar 2, the marketing man. And let's just say, like, look, at Disney Investor Day, the CEO, uh, Bob Chapek, I think is his name, He's he didn't talk much about Thor, Love, and Thunder. He didn't talk much about anything else. But he did mention Avatar 2, and he hinted at, hey, we're going to start promoting this movie soon, and Disney's going to promote the shit out of this movie. So you you got to come hard with a really great trailer, and it just it disappoints me in the fact that, like, like I said, David Sandberg is a fantastic director, but I just I, I feel like this movie is going to get overshadowed by Avatar Two. No, Even if Avatar right. Two is a, not a great critical reception, which, which it probably maybe it is, maybe be. yeah, but like be. you know, no, hey, you're like, right. Yeah, yeah so you're, just, you're absolutely right. It just, I, I it's don't a know now. from that standpoint, you know, like that's it, really it's going to get overshadowed, and David Sandberg could get really great uh, reception from this film. And it's just not going to get the credit it deserves. And I, that happened with Shazam as well. Like it just, it didn't take off at the box office, even though we both agree. It's one of my favorites. I, you know, it's up there with the Suicide Squad uh, and the Batman. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it's a little disappointing and it's just a head scratching move. Like put it in, in November, but I guess you don't want to do that because. What else gave, is coming out? Well, I'm sure they thought, I'm sure Wakanda they thought forever. about it really hard. Yeah. Okay. See, so. They probably thought that putting it up against a Marvel film was not was going to be worse in a sense uh, because yeah. people will pick Marvel more than likely over DC. But yeah, you're right. It is Avatar two. Um, yeah, this what this is actually a really interesting pick. Head scratching, right? And but they thought of, they clearly thought about it yeah, really hard they, yeah, to advance the movie up six months. So what is? I mean, they that means they either put themselves into a corner, and they were like, well, we either release it six months later or we we put this we put this in december and we put it as a sacrificial lamb yeah but james to put it up against james cameron a disney film and you know that will probably be one of the most anticipated films by that time with like once we've seen all the trailers come out I don't know what to say. I don't know. You got me. You're right. Yeah. I don't know what to say. So, That's a really baffling yeah. move. Because if you ask me, if you put both of them at the same day and mm-hmm. I had to choose one. I, depending on the the marketing, yeah, I guess I would probably have to choose Avatar too because right, you just you want to see because you want to see because it's going to also forecast the rest of that that whatever quadrology what uh, six movies right. they have down the line, right? Versus like Shazam, which I don't know. I love the first one, but you're right; it's like less enticing, right? Like because uh, they're not and, building up to like the next Justice League where Shazam right. is going to be there, right. and you like want to know what happens with him, and you right. Know. And then you know, on top of that, like not oh, only boy. the Flash got pushed back six months, and like we've the it was on both of our 2022 lists that we were like, hey, you're, yeah. this is kind of we're a little reserved and on this Aquaman. I understand pushing back Aquaman. Aquaman was on December 16th against Avatar 2. Avatar 2 is going to be a lot of underwater. You're not going to put another underwater movie straight up against it. You're going to be like, oh, fuck, we got to move it. But if I'm if I'm DC or Warner Bros., why not just move Shazam to January and own the box office for three weeks? Look at, look at Uncharted. Uncharted yeah. owned the box office for three weeks before the Batman came out. You know, so, you know, to bring in also to bring in another kind of problematic thing with putting both these movies out on the same day, you know, who knows what 
you know, prices are going to be in December, but you know, things are getting more expensive and, you know, a family isn't going to see two movies in a weekend. So you're just, you just seem to cut out a lot of your profit to me. There might be a situation here where it's the opposite of what you just what you said earlier, which is that it they believe in this movie. It's possible they they don't believe in this movie, and that's exactly why oh. they're putting it up. It's done, so that's great. Like it will yeah. be done more than less. And they mm-hmm. maybe they've seen cuts, and they're like, mm. yeah, I guess this is nice. Uh, but you know, the first one didn't do money. It didn't. Yeah, we we know that it did not do money. And yeah. if they see that they're basically doing the same thing, it might mm-hmm. seem almost like a relic to a past. DC time that they you know was not great for them uh they're right. seeing the front they're they're seeing the slate now the success of Batman and I'm sure they, they've maybe had a ton of meetings about where the trajectory of this whole thing's gonna go mm-hmm. and they just looked at this and went it's not bad uh but we did start production on this a long time ago like way right. before you know during that era still and maybe they're like we'll take maybe well even if it doesn't do well We'll take, you know, we'll this will this is the one that will take the loss because right maybe the flash. I mean, the flash obviously is going to be their sort of their, it's their like multiverse movie. of madness almost. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like it's that one. It's that thing that they're waiting yeah. for because it's going to reset everything. Aquaman. I'm not really sure where they're going with that besides being a generic sequel, but it's it's, it's stronger. It, it's a way stronger property. It made a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it did, a way it, stronger property. So. Yeah, it's really it's really a shame because Shazam. Did it did the worst, I think, out of all their movies, and I think it's mm. one of their most stable movies, and so that sucks. So yeah. if I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they moved it there yeah. because they have more faith in the rest of the properties, right? Unfortunately. So yeah, I think I think you might have just you know hit it on the head. They they don't have confidence in it, and Maybe I think don't. this is an interesting talk because a lot of people have been talking about the Flash getting pushed back six months and saying, oh, it's worrisome, but it could actually just be a thing that that's their tentpole. They need that I, movie I to reset things, and that's why they pushed it back. And they they wanted it in clear, open territory, and they got it. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's, uh, it's coming out in the it's coming out in the middle of summer, and it's yeah. going to probably be amongst other films that they think are going to do well. It's going to be it's the time where people want to go back to the movies, and this is the one with Michael Keaton, and you know, mm-hmm. again, this is this is their multiverse of madness, and I think that was that I actually think is a smart move. I, I don't, I, don't I, I see the why. Yeah. Yeah, and I just realized why they did not move it to January. Uh, What's coming because the Marvels comes out early February, which regardless of if we're excited for that movie or not, doesn't matter. Okay. Because the Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Yeah, it did. So that movie's People gonna make got, a lot of money. People are gonna see that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it and it and it does play to the crowd to the the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit it. I mean, it is the feminist crowd. It's a it's a group of women. Yeah. And and that's great. I'm excited to see it. I hope it's good. Yeah. That's all I, I care. I, I just hope too. it's good. I, uh, me too. But there's uh, there's a knows? market. There's a market for that film, clearly, right? Yeah, so, so it, nah, it's going to do numbers. You know, I'm sure it'll do numbers. Anyway, um, so but it's, uh, that's like early Feb, though. I mean, they could have they could have put it made, out but, early January, maybe. I mean, th- it's true though. Like you, you know, ugh. it sucks. No, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. You're right, but I mean, yeah. yeah, you're right though. But the whole Uncharted thing, like that, gives a lot of hope for people who want to <laughs> release their movie early, early year, right? Uh, in you, the dead zone. Right. You know, but, but again, in Uncharted was successful because there wasn't a Marvel or DC movie, big tentpole property released at that point. Two hundred and fifty. It was also riding on the heavy coattails of No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. I Tom really Holland. don't think that movie does that well if No Way Home either did not come out at that time or mm. was as successful as it was. Uh or you you know what I mean? Like this yeah. for sure. I just I 
I doubt yeah. it. I doubt it would be as successful. Um, All right. Um, well, but you know, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then wait, wait, don't we want to talk about Wonka? We have to Wonka talk about Wonka. Wonka got pushed a year, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 2023. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I had no fucking clue that movie was even. That's the one with Timothy <laughs> Chalamet, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you want to yeah. talk about it? You don't even know what's going on. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm oh. like, obviously sarcasm. What the fuck? <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't a sarcastic That's delivery. So fucking, that is so funny because, like, you know, it's you have prequel? the DC slate, and then you just have Wonka at the end of the. This is from Ron Tomatoes. I'm not bashing on Ron Tomatoes, but like, right. this is the funny slate to see. It's like DC heroes, and then Wonka, Timothy Chalamet at the bottom. I mean, that's just fucking hilarious to me. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Well, you know, hey, good, good for them. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, he's a big, he's a big star. So put nobody. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't care about that movie. I don't. I don't, I don't need another damn prequel. Give me an original idea. It would be wonderful to see. I just didn't know anybody even gave a shit about Wonka so much that they needed like that was the vehicle for Timothy Chalamet. Like that's a weird ass. Somebody somebody had a Wonka script lying around, and oh, somebody oh. went, "Oh yeah, hey. Timothy Ch- Timothy Chalamet. Let's like He's get him on board." Yeah. yeah. No one was like, <laughs> "Get on a Wonka script stat for Timothy Chalamet." No. Oh no. man. Uh, okay. Anyways. So. That's that's the first bit of news. It sucks for Shazam because Shazam was a lot of fun. Uh, but going from that news, which was news, to something that's not news at all, which is very, very, very strange. Uh, at the moment from this recording, we are it's Saturday, March 12th. We are 117 days away from Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> now, Marvel has yeah i have a little countdown here i didn't make it somebody makes a your countdown.to you can look up anything you want here and it'll, it'll be countdowning to anything now that is almost tied if if a trailer's not released by tomorrow that'll t- that'll tie the shortest window of nothing for um marvel for marvel marvel marketing did that make sense you get what I'm saying? I guess what you're saying. Yeah. So No Way Home released their trailer with 116 days left. Again, I didn't write any of this shit. I, <laughs> there's websites that do it all. Okay. I was scared because you were starting to sound like fucking Char- the Charlie Day meme. I'm like, this motherfucker. No, no, no. I did it, the I, math. This guy is living. Oh, no, 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 no. There's if I could a... share my screen with you two, right? With the whole screen, everybody right now, I would and show you guys that there's a, literally there's a countdown. Like, this guy is is angry. This guy has some. He's Your looking for Thor dot- and Thunder. Yourcountdown.to slash Thor Love and Thunder. It'll tell you how long we have until everything. I mean, look, this has indie release date, 474 days. The Little Mermaid, 439 days. That's okay. Uh, you don't have to. Shrek 5, 201 days, which means that's coming out this year. There's no way. Don't Shrek defend 5. yourself. It's all good. It's all good. I do have to keep going. <laughs> anyway, my point is. Keep going. I just, I love your passion for it. I, I'm just surprised. I was dead It's surprised. just, it's very, very strange to me. Spider-Man No Way Home released images and titles and other things, you know, a long time before we got a trailer. Um, So, like, there was a lot of things being released. But, I mean, the typical release date for Marvel trailers is, you know, 160 to 150 days. You know, I we haven't seen an image. We haven't seen a promo still. We don't have a poster. We have nothing from Thor Love and Thunder and it, it it's a very interesting conversation to me in the, from the standpoint of has Marvel positioned themselves this year in a bad spot you know they have they have Disney Plus shows that, that they need to put out they have 
Multiverse of Madness, and then Thor: Love and Thunder, and then Black Panther, and then on uh, the Marvels. These are all big, big films. All films that made over a billion dollars last time they were out. Well, actually, I take that back. Doctor Strange didn't, and Thor didn't. I think Thor got close. But has Marvel kind of positioned themselves in a bad spot here that they really don't want to eat up hype for their own films? So, like, Marvel marketing is. I think you kind of you're in a little bit of a tough spot here. Like, no, what do you no, do? No, no, no. I, I'm gonna call your. I'm gonna call your your fears here. No, I don't think okay. so. You know, we have Marvel's always been really good at timing out their marketing. They're very methodical about it, and they make mm. sure it's almost so that it, it's 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 like a train uh, with like an, an on a moving train that like gets new. Carriages as it's you know no as yeah. it's that has new carriages as it's going they're they're okay. really good at this and look the time right now is we have we have Moon Knight coming we have Multiverse of Madness I think what they're gonna do is they're holding it for the butt end of Multiverse of Madness I I wouldn't be surprised if that the tra- the first trailer for Thor comes out during um like, like just like what they did for um New- No Way Home. And put Multiverse of Madness at the end of it. And then just throw in a little bit of a teaser or, or some images right before then, right before Multiverse of Madness comes in. Because that's, that's two just gonna months get before high. the film. It is. That's like it is. Like that's a that's a that's a pretty bold strategy. And to counterpoint your marketing, I think, I think Marvel... it's here. I think it's coming. I think I think it's coming sooner though. I'm not saying it's starting when Multiverse of Madness comes out. I think it's coming soon. It, it should mm. be coming pretty soon. Now, it's I, not so far that I that I'm that worried about it because we I'm know not, we know yeah that it's done. We, right, it's, it's going to happen. Well, it's Thor, happen. It, it is going to reshoots uh, next week. They said I think sure. Taco Watiti was yeah. on an interview and he said it's going They're to reshoots, which that's series. that's normal. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, hell, most of these post credit scenes are filmed a week before the movie comes out. Exactly. Uh, but the thing that I find interesting is that I think Marvel got a little bit burned with the Black Widow marketing. We got Black Widow marketing almost 200 days out. And again, I didn't, I didn't do this math. There's <laughs> math online that did it. You're starting me. to sound like Scott Mance. Um, numbers so, Mance. So yeah. 200 days out, right? That's 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 a long time. And then yeah. the movie never came out. It took yeah. the movie, it was a year later that the movie actually came out. And I feel like Marvel was like, well, shit, we're not gonna do that. Also anymore. pandemic. Let's right. Remember it was pandemic. Right. So. so they like they got a little bit burned, and I think it kind of, you know, they had to push all these movies back into one year. And mm. I I don't I don't disagree that Marvel knows what they're doing, but because they've pushed these three in when we say temple, these are the definition of temple. Yeah, these movies. are the ones. This the, yeah, like, of course. Yeah, the, uh, Doctor Strange, they said Doctor Strange is the anchor of the MCU going forward. Right. Uh, Black Panther, who knows what that movie's going to be about. I think I think they've completely rewrote the script and the villain. I, I think so, too. I don't know about that movie right now. Very yeah. worried about that movie, actually. Yeah, it's, yes. And then Thor, uh, supposedly it has such massive things on the cosmic scale that you can't you have to hype people one by one, but you you need to remind people that your movies are coming out. We just said that, like, normal Marvel fans are they saying, "Hey, where's Thor: Love and Thunder?" Or they, have they forgotten about it? Because I don't believe most people are 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 asking that question, and that's where I believe you're you're right. It is a little worrisome that they're letting they're letting the hype 
for for the general audience kind of died out. Right. Like you said, we we I I we predicted that we could have seen something during right. for, for, during the during um uh, Super Bowl. Right. I wouldn't have been surprised if they they threw in a Thor like a teaser even right. or a shot. There, there are fin- there are finished shots. We know this. Right. So they've released nothing. So you're right. You're warranted yeah. in this for sure. I think it's just a little bit it like It is odd. They're like shit, we kind of don't know where to place our our movies because again like when when avengers came comes out like avengers infinity war came out right the other movie coming out that coming out that year was um ant-man and the wasp Ant-Man, yeah so like you can that was marketed fine and i think it didn't do all that well at no, the box office it didn't and you know relatively spider-man speaking. spider-man's different you can market spider-man however you want remember thor has arguably one good movie yeah, and that's it. Re- one really good movie, like one stand really, out yes. though. Yeah. Ragnarok was amazing. And so, like, you, you have, have Taika Waititi back again. Know? Like it just—it's just strange to me. And it has the—it has the Guardians, nothing. right? You know, Guardians it has everything are... going for it. It has all yeah. the parts ready to go. All you have to yes. do is show a promotional image with Thor Something. standing next to fucking the team because that's Peter all we Quinn, really wanted, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing with Natalie Portman—that's the thing that we're reserving. We're like. Sounds cool. Let's do it. Uh, Let's but we don't. It. Yeah. We haven't seen anything about that at yeah. all. Yeah, it's so weird. And I, I, ju- I do feel like if you don't release a trailer within this is the last point on this. If you don't release a trailer within next two weeks, next yeah, next two weeks, then you've missed your opportunity because you're not going to release a trailer in April. That's, That's Doctor Strange, pure Doctor Strange marketing mode for that movie. As of so, right now, I think it could be one of two things. It's one. Again, they're they're gonna they have a plan with Multiverse of Madness because shits are gonna drop in that movie, mm-hmm. or like Shazam, maybe there are some under there's some turmoil that we don't know about, and they're and they're they're keeping it wraps like we don't know, we don't know there there could be there's a lot of people on that set, uh, who knows maybe there's yeah. some sour shit I don't know. And they're really good about keeping like the last thing you want is to hear that shit from a Marvel movie. Uh, right. It's, ne- it's rarely ever had any production. Right. Woes. I, in fact, I don't think there has been production. woes. really may- maybe Scarjo against, uh, you know, as when they sued, when she uh, sued Disney. <laughs> yeah. For five, yeah. That was probably the worst thing. But that, that wasn't even during production. That was just after the right. fact. I, so, yeah. you know, it might, it might it might be that because, yeah. yeah, you're where right. Is you're Thor like, where is this? Yeah. Where is where it coming? Is it? Again, like you said, if it's not out in the next two weeks, you're not releasing that trailer in April. But again, you, can you really release the trailer? I mean, you have to release two weeks. I take that back. You got you have maybe one and a half weeks to release that trailer because March 30th, you're going to start be yeah. promoting Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <clears throat> and then every single week, Moon Knight gets a new trailer for the weekly episode. So yeah, it's you're like right. you're, you're in this They're... like rock and hard spot place. And you, you do have to like, yes, it is Marvel. Yes. Marvel will carry a good amount of money to it just because it is Marvel, but you have to, you have to still promote the movie. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird to, it to, is to weird. not see anything is, is just weird to me. Yeah, you're right. If they, if, yeah, even if they don't, if they don't show something during Moon Knight uh, f- phase, uh, yeah, it would be yeah. really weird. It'd be really strange. very, very strange. Very, yeah. very strange. I'd I can only hope that it has something to do with multiverse of madness and they're 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 they yeah. have something so ready for us that's gonna like we can't we can't help but watch Thor after multiverse of madness. Yeah. I, mean, we'll, I it, guess we'll it see. It could be. They they deserve the all the leeway and credit they can get. So they really do. 
yeah. So anyway, that's that's our Thor Love and Thunder talk. It's just interesting to see how the pandemic has shift, shifted mm-hmm. marketing and how the pandemic has forced Marvel to put these three films in the same year. Like, remember, these three, before this year, the original slate had, you know, seven months in between these two films. Right. These are two massive films and so on and so forth. But anyway. That's uh, and and again, it's because it's because of No Way Home and it's because of the Batman. Yeah. Because they just find, they found out, oh, shit. Right. We, people are going to the movies. Yeah. So we're, you we can IP, hold the spots and now let's fucking get this back on track. Yeah. yeah. That's what everybody, that's what the whole industry was waiting for is are people going to go watch this, these films? Yeah. And they are. Look, people have a thirst to go to the theater. So put out they a do. trailer. So put there out we a go. Teaser. Give me a 30 second tre- teaser and everyone will be a little bit more comfortable or just give me a poster. Give us something official work from. They should have done f- official images uh, should yeah. have been released by now. Right. Yeah, so they should have. They should have. Yeah. They should have. Yeah. It's just right. strange. But uh, so moving on to the little bit of news, we're just going to talk really briefly about the Obi Wan trailer. Uh, mm. Ed, what do you think? Uh, I liked it more than I really thought I was going to, mostly because <laughs> the iconic uh, Duel of the Fates dun, hit dun, dun, right dun, when the Lucasfilm. Yeah. I mean, that is. <laughs> That is probably one of the best marketing things oh, that yeah. they have because you fucking play Brilliant. that song and yeah. it's over, son. Yeah, it's like that fucking was... it's it's over. And now, yeah, yeah, when when that hit, I was like, oh shit. They yeah. know they know where to hit us on this. Overall, everything else though, I was like, yeah, it looks like Disney Plus. You know, it looks like a Disney Plus show. It doesn't show too much. Right. Joel, I, Edge, I agree. Joel Edge is back. That's interesting and cool. Who did he, he play might be in... in this? What? Who did he play in the original trilogy? He plays um the fa- uh, the the surrogate father to Luke. He played oh! him. Yeah, he played him at the at wait, where, where when did he play him? Was it in the se- what? Yeah, in the prequels? Yeah, yeah, he plays him in the prequels. In the prequels, right? in the prequels. That's what I'm saying. It's been a long ass time and they fucking got this guy back to play Luke's, wow. you know, surrogate father. Yeah, and Luke's because Luke's the Luke's the kid. On, yeah, like, Luke's the that. kid. Yeah, still yeah. can't escape the goddamn so Skywalkers. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, great. I mean, he yeah. must be a part of this more than we think, which is cool. Cause why why get Joel Edgerton to do to be in what? A small cameo again? That sounds weird. Yeah, you yeah. so um yeah. yeah, other than that, I'm excited. I don't know who that bad the bad person is, but he looks cool. I think I the know. bad guy was on one of the cartoons, um, and I think that's I mean, why obviously. a lot of like hardcore, true Star Wars fans have loved these Disney Plus series, is because they've brought like Absolutely. Cobb Vanth, uh, yeah, the bounty hunter, and the at the end of Boba Fett, Cad Bane, was, uh, Cad yeah. Bane, all these like cool, fun characters yeah. uh, into Ahsoka. Ah- Ahsoka, yeah, into live action, and I think that's why it's like loved so much. Um, Absolutely, it's one of the more brilliant things yeah. that I think um, what they thought of. It's like, yeah, we need to start serving the larger universe again yes not just the luke skywalkers yet to your point they did it again i don't but, think uh, they're ever going to escape the luke skywalkers and i do think I eventually can't. when this show comes out we're going to uh have another conversation with i'm gonna get a lot of fucking hate for because i'm gonna say i'm over luke skywalker um but yeah well Dar- uh, so to bring that up darth vader is in this christian darth ha- vader yeah again, I get back it. i get and that, it i am kind of sick i'm also cool. sick of that I, I it's cool, I, but I feel but, like I yeah. also am sick of it. I we've seen we've had the intro to Dark Vader again uh, before again. We've had yeah. uh, Rogue One. We yeah. had that dope ass scene with him. But like, it's like, what else do we have with this guy? Like, let's yeah, it does we have. There's other people. Let's get over this. Kind of like the Marvel 
conundrum with their marketing. I, it does feel like Star Wars has a conundrum with these Skywalkers. Like I know George Lucas, you know, built the Skywalkers and they were great, but like, let's, I said this when we were talking about Book of Boba Fett, uh, Let's go back. Look, go back to like the old Republic games. Look at the cinematic trailers we get for those games. They look amazing. Yeah. Let's go back to that time. Introduce new characters, and then let's just jump forward 850 years and give us new Jedi, new things. Uh, but I get it. Look, it's originality and new things don't sell well. So I get it. They, I completely, they don't. I completely get it. So. Yeah, um, but hopefully this is just a jumping point to yeah. to a new universe. Right. I, I, I really it, I hope it, it is. It's yeah. like okay, they're still trying to hold on to the people that love this franchise and like and and on the greater scale too, obviously because Obi Wan is one of the most yeah. uh, uh, iconic characters of that franchise. Like, yeah, let's 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 okay, this is it. You know, like we had right. we found out that Boba Fett works. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 keep, let's let's use this as a jumping point. Even Skywalker, right. I think you're right. I I don't think they're gonna la- they're gonna keep him that around too long after yeah. whatever this phase is that they're in. Filoni they're just making yeah. they're 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 dipping their toes. They're making sure okay, yeah, people do like these right. new characters, and we're gonna leave the old ones, and we're gonna start following these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and hopefully on to a new different trilogy down the line and all that. I think that's yeah. what they're gonna do. Yeah. That's the hope, and but. You know, you know. To your point on that, let's be honest. Star Wars fans, y'all are the hardest oh, fans to please. Fucking um, worst. Fucking le- worst. You guys are the worst. Really are the worst. Because you look, you know, and and that Luke Skywalker stuff. That's in there to make sure the Star Wars fans are happy. That's yeah. in there to make sure the Star Wars fans stay pleased with the series. Right. You know, going back to Tatooine all the time. That's yeah. there to make sure the Star Wars fans stay pleased. Um, you know, so like, yeah, I think that uh, Star Wars fans are incredibly hard to please, and maybe rightfully so, maybe not. Well, rightfully I, and so. I, I would, I, you know, I, I would put myself, I would put us in that too. Like, we're we're not at the highest level, yeah. but we do love the franchise, and yeah. we have our own oh, problems yeah. with what they do too. So Absolutely, we put ourselves yeah. there, and I, yeah, yeah. we, yeah, we're the worst. Hard, we are. It's hard, hard to please. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's but really you know hard what? to please. It's, it's it's a fine line to walk, and I hope they, I hope they it get is. it right. But you know, Obi Wan. I have no reason not to think that the, the show is going to be good. Boba Fett was just fine, but I wouldn't call it bad. You know? Um, no, of course. Um, so, well, uh, well, I call it I call it a mess at the least. So I call it a mess as well. But I, again, there were still enough cool moments in there to make it redeemable. Just like you know, just give me the tales of Tatooine. I don't need a full show on Boba Fett because he's really not even in the show. But hey, you know, that's that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um when we maybe we rank our Star Wars shows and oh, movies. And stuff. Oh, oh. Ooh, I got hot takes, boy. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, so that's I, I do agree with you though, for the Obi-Wan trailer. As soon as I heard that music, I was like, damn, I'm in. And I felt like that's something the sequels, you know, really missed. That epic music, that the, just the epic moments. I feel like there's no epic moments in the sequels. Uh, there weren't, and like it, you know, yeah. If the Last Jedi and uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker proved anything, is that you could kind of d- do worse and divide the fan base more than those prequels did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because yeah, because there's moments like that in the prequels which you know do redeem themselves, like the, yeah. the duel of the fates fight, which was like one of the best scenes of all time. Yeah, uh, you have those scenes and even in the in the cl- uh, Clone Wars and all that, like Order sixty six scene. Like there's a lot of actually really cool, cool scenes, scenes 
but this the god damn man the sequel trilogy just fucked it up in the last jedi they could have they could have had these amazing moments and they just right they just Every, couldn't stick it Fuck. everything that was built was just kind of taken out it was like a the rug was pulled out from under you but again we'll, we'll have a deeper star yeah. wars conversation yeah, maybe we'll we have our maybe we'll have you know a star wars hardcore fanboy on it mark ellis we maybe. oh boy if you want to like start a if you want to like uh sever ties with friends let's do it it's the yeah best, I don't it's the care. best way to do it yeah Talk when you don't want to tell someone you don't like them <laughs> just fine just <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so that's our little thoughts quick little thoughts it, it's probably gonna be cool it looks like another disney plus show on, on we'll the surface see. um we'll lots see. of cool visuals trust in filoni trust in uh favreau you and mcgregor you and mcgregor great. he's back it's gonna be cool um you know jury's out if it'll uh, let's hope it's better than book of boba fett i'll say that it's a low bar i'll say that it is a low bar uh (laughs) jesus anyway so (laughs) we we got we got the trailer for that and then lastly the final final bit of news is and it'll segue perfectly into our movie talk for the day uh is sean levy has been uh tapped to direct Deadpool deadpool 3 uh how we feeling? Um, yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, I wish we had talked about the Adam project first before we went, but that's fine. Uh, but w- let's segue into it then. Uh, okay, so like, yeah, no, you know what? It's not a bad, it's not a bad choice at all. I yeah. uh, Free Guy was great. I love that movie. Um, the Adam project, I didn't hate at all. I thought it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, and it just makes me feel it, if there's one thing I know is that he knows how to tap into uh, Ryan Reynolds really well. They clearly have a great rapport with each other. They love each other. They trust each other. Right. Um, and they know. Yeah, they know how to play to their strengths. And uh, with the little bits of like action I saw here um, you know, and pushing like the 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 line of comedy towards R, mm-hmm. I think I think it's a good choice. I think it makes absolute sense um, that Sean Levy uh, would. Levy, 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 uh, would 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 direct this. I'm ex- I'm excited for it. You know, Sean Sean Levy really only really made his name with Free Guy, so he's fairly new, right? Uh, but I think it absolutely makes sense, and I think his movies, uh, I enjoy them enough to be like, sure, yeah, this could make this could work. Absolutely. What did you think? Uh, of the Adam Project. Ah, like I said both. Our, well, no, let's stick to let's stick to your your, your topic mostly. So, yeah, yeah, it's like what, what do you think of him as a as a director? I, I would I would go on the record saying it's probably the best choice. Period. Yeah. Uh, it was for Great. if you had if you're Marvel and you're Kevin Feige and you had been watched you watched obviously watched Free Guy, and then you had obviously seen the Adam Project. You to piggyback off what you said you. You know that this guy can get the most out of Ryan Reynolds, and they're comfortable with each other. And remember, uh, I think it was Tim Robbins who directed the first Deadpool. Not one hundred percent sure on that. Oh, uh, I forgot his uh, name. Yeah, it's like Tom or Tim or something like that. But um, anyway, they had a massive falling out. <laughs> uh, well, oh, Deadpool two was yeah, they did. Well, Deadpool two was being made. Uh, so mm-hmm. and he left the project, and Ryan Reynolds took over, and he took over some creative control uh and that dude's an intense guy though if you yeah seen, like he's he yeah he doesn't take tim, shit <laughs> tim miller directed the miller first. there we go tim miller yeah. yeah and you know he's done a lot you know he's done a lot of movies you know he also directed the uh fantastic uh terminator dark fate so um <laughs> maybe oh, that was fucked up oh that I'm was so pain- that was painful dude that, that you uh, said that 
I'm oh, so sorry. I don't, was... I don't mean to be mean, but Jesus. Tim Miller directed that. And oh my god. Uh, anyway, <laughs> woof. Uh, so they had a falling out while they were doing Deadpool two. Ryan Reynolds took over creative control, and then Deadpool two. I really did not enjoy Deadpool two at all. I'm with um, you. I absolutely yeah. hated that movie. That movie I was hated all movie. over the place. It was, it was awful, terrible. And like David awful Leach experience. was the director that stepped in and took over, and it really wasn't. I don't think that movie was David Leach's fault at all because I've seen David Leach movies after. Yeah, and they've been fine. They've been like they're nothing amazing. I, no, I mean, I did I personally enjoy Hobbs and Shaw quite a bit, but yep. you know that's you know that's a personal Tom preference. Blunt. Yeah, Wait, but I'm not saying they're did, amazing. You did Atomic Blonde, right? Yeah, yeah it was also it doing the Bullet Chats Train movie coming out later this year. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I it's the only person for the for the project that would have been perfect, and I think they nailed it. Marvel got it right. Uh, I agree. I have no idea what Deadpool three is going to be about. I have no idea how he's going to fit into the MCU. I honestly do not believe Deadpool three will be rated R. They've nope. promised he will be. I don't think that's going to happen. Nope. Marvel understands it probably. Like, look, Marvel's money may is made in uh, PG thirteen land, and I do not think Deadpool three will be rated R. You know, hey, maybe maybe I will, and I'll have to eat. I don't know. They've surprised us before. I mean, you know. You know, that's an interesting talk, the whole R rating thing, because, mm -hmm. you know, you had you have two movies already that did do that hard. Uh, and to go back on that, I mean, that will probably upset some people, particularly <laughs> diehard Deadpool fans, because, mm. you know, uh, I don't think it upsets me necessarily. I think you could totally do PG-13 R suggestive whatever you want to so. call it. Yeah, you can get close um, to R. I think you can get close to R while still keeping it. Yeah, so I... PG-13, yeah. I do agree that... I think they will keep it close to the chest and do PG-13, but I, I can I can definitely see some people, some hardcore fans going like mm, a little sour about that, and it might mm. affect... It might affect uh, if they go see it or not, but I think that's all going to be up to like the trailer, and um, yeah. they'll know what they're doing. I, I, yeah. I, I think it'll be okay. I'll think it'll be yeah. okay if we get a PG-13 Deadpool. I think so do okay. I. I. I think it's fine. Um... Yeah. I, again, I'm not in love as in love as much as with the characters some other fans might be. I'm not again, either. I'm I think that either. you know, I, I, I'm, and that's not hitting Ryan Reynolds or the character or anything. I think that, I mean, Ryan Reynolds was literally made for that role. Oh, so yeah, he's the perfect absolutely. casting, and I think this is the perfect director. And I love, love the fact that Marvel went this way. Because um, again, like you said, just last point on it, he gets the most out of Ryan Reynolds. He knows how to get Ryan Reynolds to, you know act well and shine be, yeah yes yeah, to shine that's it yeah he, he knows how to get him to shine and i think yeah i think it's it's exciting and who knows when we'll see deadpool 3 it could be two or three years off at this point i'm gonna like, say 2024 yeah um, I, I think two years off is a 2024 safe you know they yeah. still have a slate of full films that they have to release no, that they've already announced they just look at next year it's, yeah. it's pretty stacked already next year yeah. i don't even think there's any slots open so no I think they're not. gonna go into production by the by the end of the year, uh, and then they'll they'll film for 2023, and they'll get it out by 2024. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's really really quick talk on that, uh, Sean Levy, because it's the perfect segue into segue. the Adam Project. Uh, like I said, we both watched it last night. We did. Ed kind of hinted at it, what he thought about the movie, and I'm gonna go first and say I completely agree. It. it was fine. It was it was okay. Yeah. It was great. Meh. You know, I I didn't. There was nothing that was, you know, overly amazing about the film. Um, and, and 
rewatchability, I don't know how high it is. You know, I think Free Guy is pretty rewatchable. I don't know if this one's super rewatchable. But yeah, the movie was fine. I thought the story, you know, it took them a long time to explain what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you think Ryan Reynolds is there because he has to, based off the trailer and the little bit that you hear, that he's he's got to save the future. But then you find out he's there because he wants to save his wife. Uh, and then you're just like, wait, what? what? You're not there. You're not there for. You're not there for saving the future. And then it becomes about saving the future. And yeah, I just thought like you needed to give us a little bit more information up front. Um, and again, I I love how the movie started. It just kicked right into gear. Uh, I think the the kid they cast in it. I don't know his name. Neither. He's What's fantastic, though. Walker Scobell. Yeah, that dude plays a young Ryan Reynolds so well. Like, Perfect I don't know. How, yeah, that was fantastic casting. And the movie shines when it's just those two together. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, there's some really great scenes in there when, you know, the son, when Ryan Reynolds talks to his mom at the bar. Oh, that that's is a, my that's my favorite scene, actually. That's, that's a very sweet scene. That's like, my favorite scene. I'm yeah. sure every... Every kid that was not so great to one of their parents growing up would die to have that opportunity. Every 30-year-old every and up watched yeah. that scene and went, oh, fuck, yeah. That, yeah, that's would die to have right that opportunity. Now. Like, oh, I was Absolutely. such a poop to my parents for no reason. If yeah. I could just tell them that I loved them one more time, uh, especially people that had lost parents, I think that that's a really poignant scene. And that's, Sean Levy, that's what he does. He can get really poignant scenes out there. Yeah. Um so yeah, that 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 part was great, but you know, again, I don't, I didn't fall in love with the storyline. I don't know about you, Ed. Uh, it didn't keep me super interested, uh, and that's that. I think Ryan Reynolds acted great. The kid acted great. Walker, everybody acted fan, like really, really well. I just, I you know, story didn't grasp and hold me all that well. Um, I, I do like Free Guy better, and oh. yeah, I, I don't. Just a note on the the hype around this movie because there has been some hype. You know, mm. There has been a lot of reviews that said, you know, this is the movie that would make Steven Spielberg proud. Like old school Steven Spielberg or new school Steven Spielberg, who hasn't made a good movie in 10 years. Um, or, you know, like they're calling it the next back to the future kind of story. And I'm like, not that's a that's a very, very hefty set. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. That's a very hefty set of expectations to live up to. Uh, and I don't think it did that. And it, those expectations kind of, I was excited to watch it. And those expectations kind of bogged me down a little bit because I just didn't care about the story all that much. Cause it didn't make a lot of sense if I'm honest. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. You know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It, 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 midway, it, like two thirds through the movie, they basically are, they tell you, Oh yeah, the, the villain of the movie already traveled back in time and changed the past. And you're just like, Wait, what the fuck? Oh, that's just like, okay. So, wait, you just tossed that out there? You didn't actually... Shouldn't you tell us that before it starts? If we're going to talk plot points really quick, Go. tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. How did how did Zoe Zaldana know to be in 2018 or 2022? She... Like... It was, was a very that quick a, line. That was very, an accident? What? No, no, no. She What'd she was say? in 2018 for some mission, right? That's why she's sent back there. And then yeah, but she she's gets, in 20. Uh-huh. She gets stuck there and she waits for four years till Ryan Reynolds comes back and then she's oh. makes she makes her way over to where Ryan Reynolds is and saves his ass. 
that that scene where she saves him is really cool by the way um that yeah that was one of the, that was probably the best action scene obviously yeah that definitely was um, the best action good, scene. Yeah. Good, good choreography okay yeah okay that makes sense right she went to 2018 waited but for it's, four. okay it's all it's, right sure i don't know whatever it's very very <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> like the wonky paper thing. Loose. yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, okay don't don't put too much weight on it, it may not hold. uh yeah. But yeah give me um, your thoughts <clears throat> go ahead yeah, yeah no, i think we i think we line up pretty closely on this movie um it's fine. I enjoyed it. I think what surprised me most about the film was how was how dedicated it was actually more so to the the family and the themes and the love and the heartwarming stuff than it was to the sci-fi adventure stuff. I I was dead surprised. I was like, "Oh my god, most of the scenes we're getting is really just this drama." That's a you know? very good point, dude. It's really just this drama. Yeah. And um, those scenes were, I think, the strongest. Uh, do I wish there was more sci-fi action stuff? Yeah, because that's kind of what I was expecting, mm. uh, particularly from the trailers. I so, but you know, again, I I I give props to Sean Levy for 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 making sure that the core and the heart of the story was sound and intact. Uh, and I will I will always choose that mostly over you know big action. That being said, I do kind of wish there was a little bit more meat mm. on the sci-fi end to sustain me because that really fell off for me. Like, and obviously it fell off for them. They did. They did not. They did not put most of their effort into the story of the no. sci-fi world. They didn't, yeah. and and they knew that, and so that's yeah. great. So they keep it going, and that's that's fine. So you know, these guys knew what they were doing. So I give them credit, and that's why I think I ended up enjoying it, and I, I do give them credit for. For it being as good as it is, because they they knew, so right. there, there's confidence there, and I'm glad. Right. And yeah, it gave me great moments, like the one with the with the with the mother. That was yeah, really that's... well. The performances across the board, I thought, were great. You know, yeah. you know, they do a really good job in that scene, both of them. I thought that was yeah. a really well done, well performed acted scene. I yeah. I was really feeling for them in that scene, and the kid it's, again was awesome. It's clearly too. a movie about family and about yeah. loss and about yeah. you know. Being sometimes being a kid is sometimes you don't get that second chance to say thank you to your mom or say I love you to your dad that last time or anything like that and say it it kind of has that underlying message that maybe say it a little bit more maybe right maybe give them just a little extra love maybe give your mom that extra hug before you leave for the day don't be a dick so yeah I think that part of it if they focused maybe the marketing more on that part of it or it being like more of a family kind of movie. I think it, I think I'm, my mind might be different, but I, I do agree. Like it does. It, the sci-fi aspect fell a little flat for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it, uh, does. I, it, does. it felt, it also felt a little long to me, which is weird because it's only an hour and 40 minutes. Which I feel like everyone that watched this stupid this damn podcast is gonna be all Alex complaining about is the length of movies. <laughs> the length of movies. <laughs> You're so right, but um, it did. It felt long. I don't know why. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I think in the beginning there's a little bit of a you know a slog, and then at the end mm. it feels really long too because it kind of that, that third act just goes forever because it's just people like talking. That oh, fucking yeah. Kathleen Keener, which I had no clue was even in this movie, by the way. Neither did I. Uh, I mm. Cool. I like, <clears throat> excuse me, I love, I like her. Yeah. Uh, but very random, very random choice uh, for, so uh, for random. a villain. Yeah. So random, dead random. The, the de-aging on her looked oh, terrible. 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 And, and I get it because it's 
one, you, not only do you have to de-age her, but you also have to have a stand-in with her yeah. while she's acting in the other parts of her scenes as well. So it's like, why would you take on this massive task and like, I don't know. yeah, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Just to speak really quickly about the technical aspect of that. It's pretty clear there's a, another person. It's They had an actor who probably yeah. had a very almost similar face, but probably not that similar, to be honest. Yeah. Um, And they had to just lay her face over her. And I don't even think they were doing deep faking either. Or it was just poorly. Or it was done. bad. Hey, look, there's your Boy, there's done. your uh, your point for Luke Skywalker. Bring it all back around. I'm it, telling you, it, this is good. The, good deep fake, bad deep fake. That's that is what bad deep fake looks like. That was really bad. It was. I mean, it was so bad. It looks like we were watching like some A twenty four surreal <laughs> science fiction shit. Where it's like, is her face changing? Purpose? Is like she's yeah. someone else? Like, <laughs> is she about to turn into a demon? Like, there are Dude. times just, it like physically move, like warps and moves, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so bad. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a mistake. Yeah, this was a mistake. Um, yeah, it, it really. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Not to mention that entire, that entire like final battle where they're <laughs> trying to like where there's action, but they're also trying to explain what's going on. You're just like, what is going <laughs> on? What is happening? I didn't I don't get understand. it. It had it, honestly, it had horrible editing and pacing. I didn't oh. like the song choice. That third was, act was that poop. one song. It was like, here's we're gonna be a little James Gunn, but we don't have the James was, Gunn budget. That's exactly what it. I was gonna say. You know, that's I exactly feel like I, was gonna say. I do feel like maybe this is true. It's probably not true, but maybe there were different songs in those moments. And I, Netflix was like, no, no, bro, no, no, we don't make any money from our films. You, nope. You pick I one 100% song. I 100% agree. It. It's, uh, that, that, weird. The editing of uh, what's the song that plays there? A uh, four play long time by Boston. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ was, it was as if you're right. It's as if they had another track and then the editor was just like, oh, okay, you want me to change it to what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm just going to lay it down. I'm just going to lay it out, down as it was edited. And I'm gonna edit the song to the how it was edited because I'm the not gonna. The trailer was edited to that song. Was it? I didn't even remember. Oh, was it? I forgot. Go listen to the, go watch the trailer. It's edited I fucking to that love song. that song. That's like the best song on Rock Band. If anybody remembers Rock yeah. Band one, wow, that was the best fucking. Oh, I, love, oh, I used to love that fucking game. Oh, that song is so good. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't like brought it back in VR or anything. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, um, um well, hold on. To, to, to quickly talk about that fucking song, how many goddamn movies do we have to have that end? With Peter Townsend and uh, fucking let let my love open the door. Jesus, when that song came on, I literally went, "Oh, of course!" Like this uh, is the song it fucking ends on. Really? Uh, oh my gosh. gosh! Peter Townsend is just cruising on his Some money and credits, fucking song, uh, uh, you know, royalties. Because <laughs> that is possibly the fucking fifth or sixth time wow. I've heard that song be used at the end. Of that movie in the exact way that it is done. I can think of a handful, like along came Polly. I know there's an Adam Sa- there's an Adam Sandler movie, I'm pretty sure ends that way. Um it's in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I know that. Mr. Um, and Mrs. Smith. Wow, what a push. Cause I didn't even I didn't even it, know that. It's in Mr. and Mr. Smith. It's in Gross oh, Point Blank. I know that. Give that guy uh, an Oscar. Give Peter Townsend an Oscar because if you're telling like the Hollywood loves that song and filmmakers seem to care that it ends movies. Yeah. Perfectly. Oh my uh, God. I was taking so, me was, home tonight. Well, I don't know what movie that is, but it's there. Oh God. That's um, on the Topher Grace. I think 
Um, oh yeah, Topher Grace. He's in the poster. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that weird movie. Um, but anyways, that's just a side thing. Because like, I yeah, there has to be. We could make an RT Essentials list of how many movies end with that fucking song. <laughs> it's in Click. <laughs> click. There we go. I told you. I told you it was an Adam Sandler movie. That's it's it. In yeah. Click. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like so, just uh, every big comedian, heartwarming movie yeah. can end with Peter Townsend's uh, "Let My Love Open the Door." Anyways, that's a that's a non sequitur. Uh, yeah, uh, keep going. I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, what else? Yeah, no, I uh, said this was going to be a short talk on the Adam Project. It's yeah. like, like, look, I can talk about a movie that surprises me for hours, uh, and I can talk like DC superhero movies for hours. I'll be able to talk mm-hmm. about Avatar for hours. Uh, I. Don't have anything else to say about this film, no. which is surprising. Oh, it's like, wait, we do, yes. we do, because okay. we should oh. talk about the people who thought that this, this was close to back to even oh. even close to Back to the Future. Right. IGN, look, I we're, we're we're critics in our own kind of right. I believe in free speech, and absolutely, sure. and you should say whatever you want. But brother, whoever wrote that fucking article, do you even watch movies, bro? Like for yeah. real? Really weird. I'm a little worried. Do yeah. you have COVID? That's a little it's too soon. Uh, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's a little too soon. But <laughs> all I'm saying is what the fuck? Back to the future. Back to the future. Really? Yeah. That um, you're gonna put this movie up next to one of the the best films ever made. You're out of your mind. And even yeah, I mean, can... to Spielberg. Ah, barely. I mean J.J. Abrams did that with Super 8. I mean, people do that close enough. Uh, well, first this of is nowhere, all, not those movies. I'm sorry. I don't think Super... For, oh, man. I can't believe you just said Super 8 because I wow. love Super 8. I love Super I, 8. I think I Super, Super 8, 8 did not get the credit it deserves for absolutely anything. That movie could have absolutely been... Absolutely like not. That movie could have been a backdoor Cloverfield more so than the two other crap Cloverfield sequels we did get. Um, 100%. But yeah, that super eight, phenomenal. What a pull. Yeah, uh, the Adam yeah, I mean, Project it, review. Let me. I, I yeah, want to see what the up. guy said. Oh my god! Uh, did you see these these outrageous claims of uh, people? Yeah, putting up against iconic films. Like, what are you guys yeah. talking about? Like, we should stop. The uh, the budget and everything was just like nowhere near. And here's the thing. That's the other thing I want to talk about. I I couldn't find the budget on this movie. I was looking. At, I was looking it up earlier, and I'm pretty sure if Sean Levy again, if like like with Free Guy, if Sean Levy has more money, I think it would look and feel everything would come together. I think better. Um, I but do I think, think so too. This yes. pretty much I don't. I don't feel had that much budget, and I think right. he does. And I, I'm saying he does really really well with it. Yeah, uh, but I think he he could do he clearly he could do even more when he has the right budget like with Free Guy. So, so it's know. funny you say J.J. Abrams because J.J. Abrams Skydance, it yes. was one of the produ- production houses behind it, and then it was also I believe I may I not the- I may not be one hundred percent sure about this, but uh, it was also Ryan Reynolds' first like production movie because it was um, Maximum Effort Productions. Oh, I didn't even which, know that. So like I think he started production house. So I think it might have been co-funded by ryan reynolds which would make yeah. sense you don't have yeah. a ton of money to you know play with but yeah. you know like look it's like it's back to the future meets the last starfighter with a slew of wonderful performances from a cast like i agree the the cast was great the cast is great and sean levy gets a ton out of it but critics when you when you put something in there and you and look everybody has you know, movie critics, I don't understand movie critics. 
like how they have like professional jobs or how you, how do you objectively judge something? Can you like, I don't think that's, that sounds like an oxymoron to me. It, it doesn't seem like it would work, but um, there's like, arguments. There's a whole talk we could have about that. Right. Maybe, Anyways, maybe movie going. critics are weird, but food critics are weird. <laughs> but <laughs> critique, it's it, critiquing weird in and of itself is, is weird. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Like what makes this person so perfect at this job? Like, especially my more problem comes, a, mm -hmm. this is a longer conversation for another day, but very quick, quickly. My longer, my, my longer problem comes from movie critics. Like most people, and we know plenty of movie critics, they went to college and they read a book about movies and had several courses about movies. Yeah. You and I, we've been on sets. I've been, I've been a grip on the set of Criminal Minds and other mm -hmm. things like that. We've been there. We know what it takes. We know what the work goes into. You know, why do they get to make a review? What makes them <laughs> more qualified to make a review versus us? Well, but anyway. Uh, well no, no, well, no, no one's saying. No one's particularly saying that they are more "quote unquote" qualified than right. us. You know, obviously. Well, but what? Right. They, but why? Why some critics do get more uh, press? I don't want you want to say press or validation, clout, or whatever you want. Maybe, whatever you want, clout. Yeah, it's because. Well, first of all, I don't want to. I want to bag on those people. They clearly. I would like. I would like to think most of them do have a. Uh, 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 a good expanded idea. knowledge of movies right. for sure. Right, I mean, right, right. you you have to. It's uh, for at least some of the best ones uh, that stick around. They, right. they do, they do, and yeah, maybe they they haven't actually worked on their own sets or whatever, but they do. They, that's what their expertise is. They've actually watched these. A lot of uh, they've movies, watched right. a lot of movies, and they do. They do have their own say to that. Uh, right. But I also agree with you, of course. Well, yeah, like with any field, field, there's people who kind of cruise cruise by, and that's where it's either charisma comes in or the way they write comes right, right, in right, right. you know there's power in writing and some there are really great writers who could write their way out of anything, anything you know right. and um and, and that's a bad way of putting it to not right out of their way but they're good <laughs> they're good they're good at their at that part of the job there's even hosts right. that we know who who are who mostly are hosts they have they have a great personality and people people you know it's in, at the end of the day it's influence and yeah. um and yeah, you know so integrity i like to think there is still integrity in the critic world there is it's upholding, but at the same time, nowadays, um, yeah, it's questionable. It's questionable. Mm. There's statements go like down that. I don't want. There's statements like that. There's statements like that. I don't want to either. I really don't. But it, it's we'll it's like with anything, cr critiquing, you know, is its own thing. And like, yeah, who, yeah, but who who gets to say who has more validation? I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Pu publications. Just, that's all it, we do. It, right. It, you, you know, you, it's in, up to in, you if you want to trust them. It's, it's in a it's world of cupcake reviews, which we yeah. get a lot of cupcake reviews now. Absolutely. Even just like for Marvel we, films, yeah. even for DC films, we get a lot of cupcake reviews. It's a business, man. I think you, you do say? have to be, you know, when you set expectations at Back to the Future, you have to be careful to bring it back to the Adam Project. Yeah. Um, because look, the Back to the Future holds up to this day as a fantastic film. It will it forever hold up. Forever. Yeah, and it doesn't have it doesn't have the action set pieces that this has, but it still holds up as a better film than that. Because it's it's different, and to compare this to that um, just seems like a disservice to the Adam Project, which Absolutely. is a fine film on its own. But my expectations, through a lot of what critics had been saying, is that well, yeah, this is going to be a really fun, great film, and it was just an okay film. With yeah, and I do agree, Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner, the kid I can't remember your name, I'm so sorry, uh, and Zoe Zaldana. 
fantastic performance. Fantastic oh, and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo did good. Mm-hmm. I was laughing pretty much every time Mark Ruffalo was great because he was like a nerd yeah. and making me laugh. But <clears throat> but let's let's be honest too. Like the the whole comment about Back to the Future that that is that's just as shallow as there's time travel in it. And yeah, right. that's bad. That's bad. You shouldn't yeah. say it's 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 fucking Back to the Future just because there's right. time travel in it. And yeah. that's basically that's really where all that that. The amount of uh, weight that has on that, and it's just, it, yeah, it's just poor. It, 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 it doesn't reflect well on the writer. Yeah. Um, so I don't like, know. Whatever. Th- th- I've gotten a lot of reviews about oh, nostalgia, like, it, but I, I didn't get any nostalgia watching this movie. Like, no, not at all. I get more nostalgia watching Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, or you know, well, something that's, that's and that's actually, you know what? That's a great point right there, and and that's what's kind of scaring me about modern movies, and it's a great. Um, it says something about modern movies, which is that. Some people think that just because it breaks off of like the formula and also mm-hmm. that if, if it's if it leans towards less action mm. or less surface level stuff, that that's nostalgia. And that's that's scary because it's like, no, you know, it's also just good storytelling. The fact that they're equating those two things scares me. And I think we yeah. really need to start getting away from that because that's not true. Anybody who thinks that those things are the same is not. And it's just yeah. kind of sad. It just goes to sad what yeah. like modern modern movies are now today. It's like you know, the, 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 the everyday movie you see is like is like that. And it just that sucks. So I'm glad yeah. I guess that I'm glad Sean Levy uh, favored the story here and he didn't go. Yeah, we need to yeah. have action beats every single time where you expect them. Right. And then, you know, we do, we have a shitty action beat at the end. So oh, whatever, you know, yeah. it's not like he didn't try. Uh, he yeah. definitely from, did. From the moment Mark <laughs> Ruffalo shows up and saves Ryan Reynolds, it's just like dump all the information you possibly yeah. can on everybody and right. then blow shit up and maybe it'll work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By it, the it, way, it, okay, we can we quickly talk about <laughs> the fucking magnetized bullet. That was... <laughs> You didn't like that? Uh, oh my god! I said out loud, I was like, "Oh, here comes the slow mo. Oh here comes god. the slow mo bullet shot." And and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Oh. I oh, mean, yeah. credit. I mean, you know, I've never seen that, and that's actually kind of clever. But it all just felt so lame. Like it was just like she stood, she took two, like she was, she took a step to the side earlier, like yeah. perfectly lined up to it. I will say, oh I, okay, I thought whatever. the part where the kid grabs like the little lightsaber spear thing and yeah. shoots up and oh, you know, lands he jumps? On and goes superhero landing. I <laughs> laughed really hard at that. Uh, so that was Ryan fantastic. Because the yeah. reference to Ryan Reynolds. I yeah. And then uh, I thought, I felt like there could have been a better uh, like edit part to mm. where he just gets knocked right out. Because I thought they didn't they didn't play off that as fun. Because if it was me, I would have played into him getting passed out and him going Jesus. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. But right. Yeah. Because yeah, Ryan Reynolds could have been that perfect sarcastic reaction, and it would have right. been great. But that the yeah. ends a mess. The ends a mess. The ends a mess. It's <laughs> an absolute movie, shit show. Though. Yeah. Absolute uh, shit show at the last act. But uh, maybe, whatever. Maybe you know, one fine. movie this year they'll land. They'll stick the landing. Uh, maybe Morbius so. will stick the landing. Oh my God. I have no, no, I don't have hope for that movie, but you know, I can only like, I can only want to be surprised. Who knows? Uh, I'm not, yeah. I, yeah, I'll be, I'm watching Morbius very soon. Uh, I'm lucky to have a screening because for work. So I'm oh. watching like next, next week. I'm watching next week. Oh, and I'm not excited. You're going to have to give us next week, guys. Uh, Ed's first thoughts on Morbius. I uh, will we'll see. You, ne- you never allowed. know. Some of these, some of these screeners yeah, go out. Oh, but uh, right now, it, it, it's there. So we'll see. I'll, I'll update everybody on that on on social. I bet you. I wonder if I wonder if the embargo would be lifted though. Even if you do get to see it next week. 
<laughs> <laughs> I like that. Same, that's a conversation for Morbius. I, yeah. I don't There's know, a, man. We, back when we were both, when we were both working uh, where Ed works currently, uh, we always knew a movie was probably not great if the embargo released yeah. the day of the movie. And yeah. Sony movies were always the day of. Yeah, like clockwork. <laughs> yeah, like clockwork. Like Marvel movies were always, especially the big ones, were like, oh, way hey, before. you got usually way before like eternals and that backfired but like the only two i remember ever being hey the embargo doesn't actually live to like thursday uh was infinity war and endgame of Uh, course but those are obviously much different because people can't keep their fucking mouth shut no yeah yeah. blow shit left and right those are special Uh, movies like the wait the someone tweeted after the eternals embargo not sorry not even after the embargo after they saw the screening the same screening you went to a month mm-hmm. before the movie came out, Harry Styles is in it as Star Fox. I was like, right. you can't just fucking tweet that out, dude. Yeah, that's, that's a, a pretty spoiler. It's an infamous tweet now. Uh, I like to think they fired that guy, but oh, I they, something. But for his happen. livelihood, I hope not. But at the same time, like, how do you? You can't. Break what, that was rule. it your first day? Was this your yeah. first day, bro? Was this your first yeah. day at your job? Was this your first day w- watching on, a, a Marvel film? Uh, ah, how that, what synapses like uh, had to have connected so much? I was like, you gotta be shooting me this to make just blew it. Like literally the worst mistake you can make, right? In your like, job. Imagine that was like, oh, uh, let's pretend a new Spider-Man had been cast, or imagine it was Tobey Maguire. Like if that's the tweet he sends out. And ruins oh, God it, it wasn't. for all those people. Like, could you imagine that, dude? Oh, terrible. I, I don't. Yeah, I, you know, terrible. Eh, but uh, eh, yeah, that's. I think that's a good place to end it. Yep. Um Don't be a dick and ruin things. Uh, <laughs> critics, be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Can we get that fucking uh, uh, Captain America meme? Uh, you need to do. Sen- you need to do better, Senator. <laughs> i'm sorry for oh, anybody who liked that scene you. but that was fucking the worst that scene that was, was honestly awful. one of the worst marvel scenes of all time it almost ruined the finale uh, I, well the finale was already kind of not great but goddamn, oh, the, yeah the way it ruins that whole that last thing. episode wasn't great you gotta do better senator what the fuck yeah really? I, i'm, I'm a little worried line. about about you know his solo movie i am for sure we'll see let's let's save that let's say that i gotta go <laughs> okay ed's gotta go <laughs> all right uh, bye everybody critics just kidding don't do better you're fine uh, just <laughs> manage expectations better uh for the yes, critics that you. i know that most of you at yeah, least most of you are fantastic people anyway adam project just meh is where we'll leave it yeah. pizza time podcast Watch thank it. you for watching listening commenting sending us a message on instagram we love it all uh, stop sending messages to my personal Instagram. Send messages to the Pizza Time Nerdcast Instagram, please. Christ. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, send it there. More people will follow us there if you do that. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want followers on my personal. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for watching, listening, and subscribing. See you next time. Bye.